Good evening, Happy Matt Awkward. Happy New Year! Happy New Year. Once again, we're back with the New Year. I picked uh, the New Year movie. Yeah, and then I'm I... an idiot. And then I skipped last week. Because you're was, an idiot. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But man, uh, <laughs> so this movie is... An b- idiot. Uh, it's <laughs> not, not at all interesting. I, I do have a fondness for it. It is called... Ghost Keeper. Ghost Keeper. We're supposed singular. to do that at the same time. Oh, were we? I'm sorry, because I didn't remember whether it was pluralized or not, so <sighs> I was waiting for you. Um, so, Ghost Keeper. Ghost Keeper. With, uh, with, with 50% no ghosts. There are no ghosts in this. There's, there's no ghost. I don't... There's no ghost, and there's no Wendigo, and it is a really confusing movie. No, there's a Wendigo. That's what's in the basement. I think... Come on. That's the Wendigo, dude. Well, the, have it do something to prove that it's a Wendigo. It's it's chained up. That's what it does. Because <laughs> it it's a it, Wendigo. <laughs> it bees chained up. It they, okay. They don't even let it do anything in its enclosure. But they don't explain why it's there or what its purpose is. They have a brief when she finds the book and she's like, people can capture the Wendigo, usually well, right. females. Right. That, okay. What hold, more do you need? What? <laughs> you know what I need? I need this explanation. Okay. That's like saying people can eat a shit sandwich. Yeah. You just put the shit between two pieces of bread and shove it in your mouth. Well, fucking don't. <laughs> you, why would anybody keep a Wendigo in the fucking basement? They're not getting... If it, like, does it turn lead into gold? Does it do something for her? Does it give her eternal life? It, does it... I, I don't know. I does it read it, to I her? Does it, it sing sweet eggs. songs? That's what, they, that's what they live on there. <laughs> the mom and the, the son, they just eat Wendigo eggs. I will tell you one thing about this movie. The sandwich that she made at first, I was like, that looks like a great fucking sandwich. Yeah. So, one point then the movie for this puts movie, a ton of shit on it. One point, one point for this movie was her sandwich looked delicious. Um, okay, two points for this movie. I like snowsuits. Yeah, yeah uh, they're cool. That's pretty fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I I like abandoned buildings. Me too. I, I find those oh, locations yeah. really fascinating. And this is, I, I mean, this is a bonkers choice for a location. It was a fortuitous. I always have trouble with that word. Fortuitous. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Um, the filmmaker knew somebody that owned this hotel, and this hotel was closed for the winter, and so they were allowed to shoot at it for the winter, Man. which is how they got such a crazy location. And props to them. This was not a uh, isolated area. This was right next to another giant hotel, and this is like uh, and a ski, uh, that was open. It's a oh, ski wow. resort. So people were skiing through the background a lot, so they had to like constantly like make sure like trying to do a take without uh, anybody zipping by, like, and they they did a great job at that. Absolutely, no, it looked completely abandoned. Um, yeah, this this is difficult for me because it it's not a movie that I hate. I certainly I didn't dislike this movie. It was slow, absolutely. Oh my god, yes. But I mean, like, The Innkeepers was slow, but it wasn't a bad movie. You know, there's a lot of those kind of movies that are like a lot of it's. They say slow burn. It doesn't or suck. It's a slow burn. Right. I hear. You just don't get I it. I hear slow burn. A twenty four is brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hold the phone. That's not where. That's not where I was going. But that's where I'm going. But I. It. The locations were enjoyable. The performances were all good. Unfortunately, they did that that horror movie thing where they make all of the protagonists unpleasant people that you don't want to be around and the main character who is supposed to be the one that we do care about her only redeeming quality is that she's shit on by everyone 
That's like we only like her because she is because everyone else treats her like dirt. And it's not as though she does anything. Nothing proactive in her personality is saying, oh, what a good person. Yeah. She never saves the cat. She never does anything that we're like, oh, we never, what a wonderful person. We never but, even get the name of the cat. Exactly. There's there's no personality to anyone in this movie. No. So that's the other part of it. Except. we. I mean, the lecherous dude. We find out that the guy is like. He's such a dumb horn dog. Like. Oh, God. Yeah. If this was made this year, he would be talking about his sex positivity. <laughs> um, but yeah, what a uh, what a what a piece of shit that dude is. And you think uh, Jack Torrance in The Shining, in Kubrick's right. Shining, you think that guy turns crazy fast? <laughs> <laughs> this this guy is just like hold my beer. Oh man, this guy is. <sighs> I saw something. I'm absolutely bonkers now. <laughs> oh, his turn. He goes from okay. We'll talk about that when yeah. it happens, because I have a theory. Okay. And I just want to... I'm not sure what's going on. So, okay, let's just talk hold about the that. movie. Okay. We'll okay. hold that thought. Um, okay, so we get the opening blurb, and this is the only reason we assume that the guy that looks like he has barbecue sauce on his face <laughs> locked in the basement is a Wendigo, is that it says, blah, 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 somebody can keep a Wendigo in their basement if they feel like it, if they're a lady, okay, bye. <laughs> um this is not a Wendigo movie. It's not a cannibal movie. Like, You know it is a Wendigo movie and also starts with a blurb? What's that? Ravenous. Well, yes. I mean, but... That's a cool movie. <laughs> I mean, we know that they're probably feeding the bodies to the to the Wendigo in the basement, but we never have proof of it because they never show it. We, You know, it's just... It, there is a thing in the basement. Where are they getting the bodies or even feeding it? Dude, there's no tracks. Like, this this abandoned hotel cannot be heavily trafficked enough to... <laughs> no, I mean, I don't understand what their, what what their purpose needing? is. Where are they even getting... There's no tracks. And I say that there's no tracks. Like, nobody's been here forever. It's like, what? And that's the assumption. I mean, I'm wondering if... Are they ghosts? I mean, they have to be cannibals, too, but for some reason they're not cursed by the Wendigo thing. Because there's that scene in the kitchen when he goes to in- interrogate her, mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, haven't seen her, shop! And it's like, clearly you're dismembering a human corpse, and this guy just isn't catching on. <laughs> and she's just kind of uh, like, know, oh, whoop, you know, neither did I. <laughs> I mean, that's what that was my assumption. I mean, it could have been anything. It, was it could have been. I thought it was Duck could have been a duck i mean it, <laughs> obviously it could have been anything but the only thing they have access to out there is that make who know was it snowmobilers though? She, they, fed, they fed the girl to the windigo so why would she be chopping up maybe she had leftovers she's chopping up duck dude okay sure <laughs> sure uh all right so we get this very slow pan over the mountains for our opening credits. There's some really cool tension music that never really comes back we never get this type of music yeah. back in the score uh it doesn't Honestly, it didn't fit with the movie in general. It sets up a mood that this movie does not deliver on. They replay the same music cue so many times in this too. It's It's definitely, it's got to be, uh, this movie was probably made for a penny. This was a, probably a very cheap movie to yes, make. Yes, it was. And, I mean, so that's probably Needle Drop. It's probably not even composed I for think this. It, no, it is. Is uh, it really? Kind halfway. Well, maybe the, they composed a very small thing and just The composer also kept... yanked his same, I believe he used the same music from Prom Night. Oh, nice. That he also composed. So it's like kind of like Needle Drop, but like kind of like at the same time, Aww. like I made it. So I wonder if, yeah, I wonder if it's just the same recording. You, it must be. It I has think to be the same like, recording yeah. used over and over again. Okay. Interesting. 
Okay, so because once you notice it, you will hear that same right. little musical motif so many times. Yep. Um, here we get some snowmobilers pulling up to an old general store. Neat. Okay. <laughs> I have a couple of questions about okay. this, obviously. So, a general store in the middle of a giant snowstorm in the middle of nowhere. They are isolated as hell. Who the fuck is he selling stuff to? Other snowmobilers who are not dummy dum-dums and don't go off the path. But that... Okay, maybe. Sure. Like, <laughs> he sells, like, cans of beans and, like... And also, like, Spiegel... Yeah. <laughs> like, ladies... Uh, not even, like, winter jackets. Like, fall jackets. I don't know. Maybe he gets more business when he it isn't He sold snowing. out of all those things because it was snowing. It was... <laughs> <laughs> they were so popular. I mean, this there is a good there is a good no prize answer to this because they they've got a they say that they've come from a big lodge they've come from like a a huge thing that's out somewhere else and they've snowmobiled away from there which is kind of true if you know right. the actual geography here there is a big ski lodge right next to where they are so, so perfect yeah so they're they're just out there and they stop by for why are they there the hell of it I just think to, yeah just because why not. Um, yeah, they and, don't actively look for... They're not there for anything. And they basically show up, and we are introduced to the fact that we do not like these people. Like, the, right off the bat, they are dickheads. Yeah. Like, everybody's like a fucking city slicker. They're, like, coming in and being like, Hey, old-timer, what are you up to here? Having lots of business out here? Yeah. Why aren't you down in Fort Lauderdale looking at girls in bikinis? Getting... Do you know what bikinis are? Nope, can't say as I do. Uh, I'd steer clear of the cannibals, but, uh, you know, that's uh, up to you. Yeah, he warns uh, them, and they're just like, how yeah. can a mountain be dangerous? They're beautiful. <laughs> Direct that line. Was the fucking greatest <laughs> line. How can a mountain be dangerous? Yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> Fucked if I know. How crazy can a lady. lion be dangerous? They're so pretty. It's so pretty. Stick your face in it. Yeah. Um, so. That guy's a condescending asshole. His girlfriend is kind of a vapid twit. And then the person that follows up behind them is the sex pot, like, trying to, like, I, I don't know, like, uh, trying to cause trouble with her sexuality kind of character. She's going to break up the marriage kind of kind of person. Yeah, she's just weird all around. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, her character is... She's just a she's just a house a home wrecker. That's kind of her her deal. She's uh, Jolene. Yeah. But uh, okay. maybe she'll tell a nice story later on, and we'll be like, we read her all wrong. Uh, no, <laughs> we we read her right. <laughs> we absolutely did. Uh, so they're whatever. <laughs> they're standing around getting warm, and that lady shows up, and she says that she's bored with her date, so she left him at, her, at the fancy lodge, and she's going out to, you know, whatever, find men in the woods. And so... Uh, Makes as much sense as anything yeah, else. <laughs> and he's like, there's worse things than snowstorms out there. And like, okay, doomsayer, got it. Cool. <laughs> Uh, they're like, we can take care of ourselves. So now they've they've ignored the warnings of the crazy old man on the mountain. So now they can get murdered. Um, they keep going. They get they on their... Keep going. <laughs> well, keep going. sure. I'm skipping the part where they, they keep, keep going, going and going and going. But, uh, but they get out and they find a private house 
on posted private property. And they're like, cool, let's go let's there. Let's do it. <laughs> like, because, you know, they're 15. Privilege. <laughs> I mean, yeah. This they, is shit you would do when you were 15. This is, this is yeah. <laughs> this is stuff that you might have even grown out of by 15. You yeah. know, like, this is just stupid. <laughs> no, I was doing this when yeah, I was Yeah, I was doing it when I was 15. <laughs> I was probably <laughs> doing that up until I was, like, 18. Um, I'm but, a late bloomer. But whatever. Um so they find the relatively abandoned ski lodge and uh, they don't even bother knocking. They just go in. Well, they, they know nobody's there because they don't see any tracks whatsoever. Like, it's not shoveled out, which means it's totally abandoned. Well, I mean, it's... I mean, logic would say, like, nobody's there when you find... It probably oh, just snowed two feet. You live in Maine. You know what that's like. <laughs> a snowstorm hits and it looks like nobody lives there just because they haven't Yeah, but this shoveled. is a lot more than... Yeah, the trail going up there wasn't even touched, like... That's true. I don't know how they get their snowmobile through that, but they did. Cause they keep going. Because they're ski-doos. <laughs> um, the hotel itself is a real hotel, and it looks great for, it for the movie. Uh, it's, a, it's a fantastic location, inside and out. It's, uh, it's a great looking. That's one thing this movie has in spades, is atmosphere. I mean, what's funny like, is it reminds me a lot of the New Year's Evil hotel. Yeah. It's got a lot of that a lot of that vibe mm-hmm. too like it's just this big gorgeous like 20s looking yep. lodge it's gorgeous love it um okay oh, this is the second movie in a row we've done with uh, people finding an abandoned hotel huh? <laughs> on new year's on new year's yeah it's okay. <laughs> a genre in itself it i think it is <laughs> uh okay so uh the dude who came with his girlfriend starts flirting with the girl who isn't his girlfriend and we start to notice that there's about to be tension between them uh because he's in an open relationship and she seems to be unaware of it (laughs) uh it's one one of those situations he's such a dildo um okay so they read the guest book and they find out that no one has stayed in this place for five years but the heat's on Mm. why that is curious dun 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 uh, the dude goes to look around. He wanders around the dining hall. We get a cat scare. Uh, his girlfriend falls over in the closet. But uh, when she sits up, she notices that there's a shotgun in the closet, which will come up later. Uh, plot point. It is an important 12-gauge plot, plot point. Hell yeah. I love how she figured out exactly where the where the shells were. Oh, oh obviously, they, they got to be by the gun. <laughs> yes, yeah, so certainly not in a safe or any place else in a drawer uh okay so uh marty goes to the kitchen he finds a can of peaches and it makes him really suspicious he picks it up and he's like "Mm." Hmm. like he's like oh i'm on to you i was like what is that fucking look he's like "Uh uh-huh peaches yep there's probably millions of these around here (laughs) oh hell yeah oh well so uh the blonde lady plays piano. Girl in the high pants wanders around upstairs. That's, uh, what is her name? The girl with the really tight camel toe snowsuit. Uh, Jenny? Jenny? Jenny. I'm trying to think of the old lady that keeps like, Jenny. <laughs> Fuck, she's good. Oh. I that, think it's Jenny? I, I think you're right. Yep. Uh, <laughs> what I love about this, this is so clearly a 70s movie, even though it's in the 80s. 81. But it is. 
absolutely a 70s movie like both of the both of the female leads have that hair yep that has like it looks like a barbie doll from a from a goodwill that's mm. been stuffed in something you pick it up and it's like <laughs> just kind of sticking out in weird ways i like it i do love both their snowsuits so that's they're great they are great hers is i've never seen such a tight snowsuit on anyone ever i like in it my life it's a good look it looks uncomfortable <laughs> as shit but it's it holds you tight so you don't get cold. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> um, I think it just looks hot on the attractive woman that's wearing it. I think is was their plan. That's like a that's like a bonus <laughs> to it. <laughs> sure, sure, that was a bonus. That's a creepy director would never think of that. This is Hollywood. Come on. Um, so she finds an open window upstairs and closes it. And we, the audience, see that there's a lurker somewhere up there. Where? I don't know. <laughs> we keep cutting to, like, the eyeball <laughs> looking through the doorway, but then, like, we but never... looking through what? Through what? Then we never see, like, it's... the an establishing shot of where she's standing and looking. Like, it's it doesn't so make good. any sense in the room either. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's so good about it. Because it looks like she's looking through a slat. Like, there's, yeah. like, like, it's a, like, it's a shed. Yeah. But everything up there is solid like, wallpapered wall. Yeah, exactly. So what the fuck are you looking through? Yeah, maybe she's not looking at her. And it's an unrelated thing they just cut to for some reason. Uh, so later, after all of this, uh, they all gather in front of the fire and sing this weirdly racist song about someone's sister pissing out a window into a sombrero. And it's <sighs> especially weird because not only did one of them know this insane racist song somebody started singing along with it's, it it's not a racist song per se uh it is an actual um uh traditional mexican song about pissing out a window no 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 no, no, no. those aren't the actual words <laughs> okay <laughs> but like the melody that's why she and it was also um Commandeered by Frito in the seventies for the Frito Bandito commercials. I don't know if you also, ever saw. Also, those. I would say probably falls into the potentially racist category. Oh, they were they were uh, stopped for being racist. Um. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> so that makes sense. But it's a really good tune. It is a pretty good tune. <laughs> but yeah, so this doofus though is singing this song like but he said. She knows the lyrics. <laughs> Or maybe she just picked him up. She was just saying the I.I.I. part. Was she? Yeah. I uh Okay. But yeah, okay. he's the one talking about raping and screwing and killing and then peeing out the window. And it's like, you're just hanging out at a at an abandoned place with two women. That's the song you're going to sing that's for what, entertainment? That's what he does. On a, on a creepy, isolated hotel. A Let's sing a rapey song. Dick. <laughs> <sighs> yep. So, that's fun. So she, uh, so our high pants lady, uh, she says that she felt someone watching her upstairs after the song, and then the the blonde lady decides to tell her story, because this is like this is the penthouse letter section of the of the movie. Yeah, this is. But again, it's kind of her being like, this is another moment of her trying to make the other girl uncomfortable with how free this woman is with her sexuality, where she's like, I'm going to outfuck you, so yeah. you're not going to win this. <laughs> and she's just like, I mean, let me what? tell you, I like this. 
Yeah, uh, my dream is always to have sex and charge money for it. One time <laughs> when I was in high how school, lucky a person would be if that's their dream. Yeah, one time in high school, I actually did it. <laughs> yeah, it's like cool story. Cool <laughs> story, bro. Uh, yeah, so she tells this story about picking up her high school teacher when she was like fourteen and yeah. having sex with him for money and twice. Twice. Yeah, it's pretty awful. Oh, she was sixteen. At least it says in my notes. Uh, but either way, terrible, terrible story. Then she's, like, then she's like, I gotta go take a bath now. And the guy's like, oh uh, yeah, I gotta go look for some peaches. <laughs> <laughs> I, rem- I just remembered that there were cling pe- peaches in the in the kitchen. Uh, anyway. Yep. So <laughs> she says, I have no idea why I told you that. It was a private fantasy. Uh, so whatever. So the other thing that's interesting is that he leaves to get more wine, and then the lady who was, like, about to say that she has to go take a bath, the camera just sits on her while she just kind of stares. Yeah. And it's like they forgot to call cut, or they're trying to make it uncomfortable. I think it's it was uncomfortable, because it's just the two women now, alone yes. there, after she did her whole... But it was... I'm going to outfuck very, you sex spiel thing. It was yeah. a very long... A long, uncomfortable Well, the movie was running very short, so they had to take every extra second I could possibly find. I totally see that. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So, they hear a crash, and it turns out that the dude has just knocked down this woman who lives there. She's a little old lady. She's cowering in the corner on the floor after this happened. It's all an act. Well, yeah, but he's also still being a dick. He's not like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. But like, okay, also, I found something, guys. <laughs> but also, she bit him, evidently, because mm-hmm. he's like, "Careful, she bites." Oh yeah, which was also weird. I don't know. She likes human flesh. She's so a Wendigo. That, that makes sense. Um, She's got Wendigo tendencies. She does. Huh. Uh, she tells them that she that they have to leave. Yep, because the hotel's closed. Is that an act? I mean, why would she want to send them away? Is she uh, is she at first trying to get them to leave, or is that just she knows that they can't leave, so she's just saying it? Hmm. I never thought of it. Good question. Hmm. Whatever. Either way, maybe she has a change of heart, and she was like, "Oh, you know, it would be nice to not feed these guys to the Wendigo <laughs> for once," and then changes her mind. Uh, okay. So Jenny stands up to this lady who's like. She just started saying something to Jenny, and Jenny was like, meh, meh, meh. And she's like, ooh, you're you're a tough cookie. You're a tough cookie. You're a strong one. Yes. So she tells her her name, and this must be the moment when she's like, ah, Jenny can take over for me. So. Yeah, for the great, uh, the big Star Wars twist at the end, I guess. (laughs) I guess. I mean, I don't, there's a lot of this I don't understand, but that's fine. Uh, this is where she eats that awesome sandwich. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the thing that's crazy about this woman is that she looks exactly like present day Terry Gilliam yeah. from Monty Python. <laughs> yeah. Like, it is, she's a dead ringer for him. It's fucking crazy. I, I, I had to look him up because I didn't really remember what he looked like. I mean, I know, I, obviously I know Python and Gilliam, yeah, I, but like, I was just like, what does Terry Gilliam even look like? I couldn't remember. Yep. And then once I looked it up when you said that, I was like, oh, yep. Yep. <laughs> That's him. Uh, so she says she's lived here her whole life. 
Which is sus. <laughs> you, you think? <laughs> what? Is, I mean, I, uh, yeah. So she was living here when it was an active hotel because five years ago, according to the register book, that was the last guest. Yeah, that was the last guest. So why did it close? I don't know. Why would you close a ski resort in Colorado when it's snowing? Well, they in Canada. Or really? Yeah. Oh, in Canada then. <laughs> uh, I don't know why you would close a ski resort in in the mountains when there's lots of snow. Apparently, you would though, because this hotel was actually closed in the winter time. So Next weird. To the, yeah, it is. Weird. I mean, the Stanley does the same thing, or whatever the whatever the actual name of the Stanley is. Oh, I've been there. So yeah. There you Wait, go. it is a Stanley. They call it the Overlook. Oh, right. Overlook, yes, sorry. Yes, it's actually the Stanley, yeah. Yeah. God, my brains. <laughs> They're not great. We're so, getting old. Oh, it's this It's this thing where this podcast is always on a day that I put in like a 10-hour day. <laughs> <laughs> so I just like go straight into it right after I've been at work all day long. Talking I'm to totally people fried. About okay, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I like talking about complete nonsense to people. And then I just talk about complete nonsense here. It's fun. Um, okay, so where are we at? Um, so, oh, that's right. So she mentions not only that she's lived here forever, but that her boy lives here, too. Yeah. Where's he? Eh, somewhere. He's around. He's around. He's not and much to socialize. Of and- course, the horny lady is like, well, it sounds like things have just gotten interesting around here. <laughs> I'm going to have sex with him regardless of who he is. And That's right, yeah. Maybe we'll have a good party after all. Yeah. I don't even know what he looks like. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Maybe he's a Wendigo. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, never had sex with a Wendigo before. Yeah. This is going to be great. Maybe I can charge him. <laughs> <laughs> so the ghost keeper takes them to their rooms. Is that who she is? Is that the ghost keeper? <laughs> the Wendigo is a ghost. She's the one that keeps... Okay, so... The... <laughs> This title is so stupid. Okay, so there's no ghost in this movie. No. But it leads me to question why, not even just why because of the plot, but, like, it's got to be a pun, right? It's got to be, like, the term isn't guest keeper. You have to be saying, like... Housekeeper, but ghost keeper? That's a shitty pun. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if it was called house ghost you'd go oh i get it because house guest ghost keep okay yeah that works <laughs> ghost keeper has a cool ring i mean you when you think of somebody I mean, keeping a ghost it's kind of neat sure but like windigo keeper sounds really dumb <laughs> uh the woman Wind- with the indigo in the windigo in the ice chest sounds really dumb the windigo uh, girl sounds pretty the good the windigo girl sounds good <laughs> i would listen to that Listen to the Wendigo girls. Uh, no, it's not good. Okay. It's like Indigo Girls cover band, but they just sing songs. They, they alter all the lyrics to Wendigo based Everything is about eating human skin. Yeah. That is a niche market <laughs> act right there. I could Maybe, see that. I could see but that. I would happening. buy that album. I would totally. I would go totally I would go buy see that. that live. I would go see that live too. I probably wouldn't buy the album. I would absolutely own that album. Just like if it was on vinyl, I would have it just for the sake of knowing that there was an Indigo cover band that just, you know, just did Windigo songs. All right. (laughs) Can't stop thinking about the Windigo. Okay, so fine. Now we need to (laughs) we need to recruit an entire group. We should produce this. Yeah, 
Okay. I'm on <laughs> it. All right. So Jenny and the douchebag, whose name I can't fucking remember. Marv- Marty. Mar- <laughs> I'm going to call him Marvin because that's funnier. Uh, Jenny and Marvin go to their room and... Uh, Here's where we get the absolute dickbaggery from this guy. Right. So when she's like, are you going to sleep with Sherry? And he's do like, you want to sleep with her? And he's like, you know, you don't own me. <laughs> it's like, that's uh, not what I was asking. <laughs> and number two, obviously that's what's on your mind, but you're the only three people there. Like forget Wendigo lady. Like mm-hmm. you're going to disrupt the, when you're stranded together with just, you're going to yeah. piss off your girl and that right, closed off right ecosystem now. of people. Like really? <laughs> Th- that's just what a like, horn dog this like exchange is. numbers with her and like hook up after you're back in the mainland dork yeah like, don't be like this <laughs> I mean for one you're you're fucking up anyway but for two like you're fucking everything up for <laughs> yeah <laughs> where you are and everything like you're, you're just gonna make things really miserable for yourself <sighs> yeah <laughs> it's it's bad it's bad news um so it turns out during this fight that we Un- we uncover some things about Jenny having a history of mental illness and that her mother had a history of mental illness and she has this uh, overpowering fear that someday she's going to flip out like her mother did. Yep. Um, he, of really course, important. brings that up and uh, is a total asshole about it. Um, and so we then cut to that little old lady smoking a joint. I thought it was just a cigarette. Oh, come on, really? Yeah, I thought so. Weird. Really? I totally was... I totally took that as joint. Okay. I like I felt like that was like that Where weird gonna get film language there? of growing it herself. <laughs> um but who knows? Let's see. Um our blonde home wrecker takes a bath, uh, and we're like, Oh boy, door opens and we're like, Oh god, it's gonna be this guy and they're gonna get it on. Yeah, we get a lot of cool nudity here too. <laughs> no. But it is a, a real crazy dude who looks like a fucking Canadian fur trapper, and he grabs a hold of her and drags her down to feed her to the Wendigo. And that's that. And uh, they they botch this, man. Like, for yeah. one, I hate bathtub shower scenes with no nudity. I've said this True. before on the show. Like, it's just like, why even bother? Why not just take her out of the bedroom? Right. Why why put her in a bathtub for no? That's like the reason you do that in these cheese ball horror movies. Right. So like why well, even they do that? Th- number this movie in general does think that it's not one of those movies. Yeah. It it has a real pretense that it's more of a Hitchcockian kind of yep. thing. So they're like, no, this is because she's vulnerable in the bathtub. Uh, you know, and that for for this movie, it's absolutely wrong. It is one of those movies. Yeah. So he drags her naked into the basement where they keep the Wendigo in yep. a prison made out of giant ice cubes. Yeah. Uh, they open the door. And the Wendigo's standing there, and he brings a naked girl in who's still alive. Like, she plunged, he plunged her head underwater in the bathtub, but didn't drown her, yep. I guess. Just wanted to get her wet. And uh, so then brings her in, and then she sees the Wendigo and freaks out, but then he just slits her throat. Like, dude, wouldn't it be hella scarier to just, like, lock her in there naked with the fucking Wendigo and shut the door? Like, yeah. killing her is just like, why? Yeah. Like, cool. Like, you could have had this... Cr- crazy, scary, yeah, creepy, weird Wendigo been, scene. That would have been terrifying. But, but just you're like, just slitting, slitting her throat. You could have done that in the bath bathtub. Like, why would you... <laughs> door slams, and then we hear a scream, and then, like, blood splashes across the ice. Yeah. Of course that's a better scene. Yeah. 
but he just kills her all willy nilly like he could have yeah. done anywhere yep. like and uh I hope you like a Wendigo chained up because that's all the Wendigo action you're going to get in this whole movie that's all yeah I mean the Wendigo never leaves he and never we takes see him we see him for a total of 20 seconds of screen time maybe maybe less than that he doesn't move a step nope <laughs> And so we're only we're only led to believe that he's a threat and that he's some sort of thing by the fact that they said there's a Wendigo at the top of the movie, and that's it. Well, they find the book about him later on that kind Again, of half half explains it. But okay. and, and and he's behind a padlocked door, so it's sure, like he is chained sure, up and like sure. like locked away. Sure, but when they describe it, requires you to know so much about Wendigo lore for what's going on here because legitimately it's like they the book all it says is oh you know if you find a grumblax in the woods you can keep it in a box <laughs> holy shit wow that's cool cool what the fuck is a grumblax what does it do for you why do you have it why couldn't anyone keep it of course you can keep it downstairs yeah like is there a reason why i couldn't have a fucking wendigo i like is there one? There's a lot of stuff in the There's basement. There's a lot of here. shit in the basement. There's probably a Wendigo. <laughs> there was a weird smell down there. It might be. It might be a fucking Wendigo. Yeah, sounds like Wendigo. Always a problem this time of year. Sounds like a fucking <laughs> Wendigo. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. But whatever. Okay. So our our hotsy totsy lady is toast. And so now the old lady goes out and talks to Jenny in the hallway. Um, she's basically about to tell her the whole deal. She's about to be like, you should take over as caretaker, as ghost keeper. And, uh, you know, <laughs> because slash... I know nothing about you whatsoever. So I can only assume that you'd fit perfectly here, staying by yourself, taking care of a, my boy in a Wendigo. Okay. So, uh, you probably have no life outside of these halls. You probably love to just stay here in this abandoned hotel. But whether she likes it or not does not seem to be a part of the equation. It seems like it's her birthright, maybe? No. <laughs> That's not what it seems like to me. It seems like they're being possessed. And that because they are fulfilling roles that are predestined. So uh, the only the reason I think this is that when Ding Dong goes insane... Yep. It's after that dude breathes his last breath. Oh. He takes the place of the dead dude, and then she dies, and she goes crazy. So old lady gets killed. Then our main character is like, I should probably take care of the Wendigo. Oh, wow. That's a good... So there's... I like that. It's just like, we've always lived in the castle. Yeah. Kind of like, gotta take care of the whatever's going on here and there's only two of us so we got to get rid of the other girl and then and that's why at the end she was like she finds him dead in the woods and she's like ah, you should have listened you could have come back and done the job that you were supposed to do and now he has no now there's an empty spirit yes now it's gonna be uh, really gonna fuck things up for that poor wendigo <laughs> in the basement and i bet if you kill that wendigo you gotta get another wendigo mm. i don't know it's it's all very vague but that was my Your read. theory was totally holding water until I thought the about the guy that walked into the woods. Like, why would he do that? Unless he was just sick of caretaking. 
Well, he he had hypothermia. You know, yeah. he started doing the thing where you take off your clothes in the cold. Yeah, but he went crazy. Like, if he why if he was possessed, why wouldn't he have just walked back to the hotel? Like, that's he, a good he point. He continued walking into the woods. Yeah. Being like when she was like trying to stop him. She did say something to him at the end that was weird, and I couldn't figure out what that was. Mm. But yeah, so that's the only yeah that is definitely though, a yeah. hole in it. Um, okay. So, all right. Uh, the douchey guy is going around. He wants to f- have sex with Chrissy, but he can't find her, probably she because she's being chopped into steaks for the <laughs> Wendigo. And we go down to the freezer where the weird-faced Wendigo dude lives. Um, see that scene. Uh, now we're in bed with Jenny and the dude. They have a fucking boring-ass relationship <laughs> conversation while the caretaker is wandering the halls with a lamp. Jenny wakes up and pulls a blanket over and goes to investigate the sound or maybe wants to pick a fight with Chrissy or I don't know what her motivation for that is. But we get a really good, like, solid three minutes of her walking down the hallway quietly. Sure do. Yeah, like (laughs) everything in this movie, it takes her forever to do this. Um, She hears the caretaker lady talking uh, in vague terms about the murder, not, not specific enough for her to be like, hey, oh, somebody's getting killed. But her voice is super spooky. Oh yeah! It's Again, great. this lady rules. Oh, she, she does. Like, she saves this movie. Mm-hmm. She is such a good villain. She is such a good monster in this movie. Love her to death. Yep. Um, this. What's interesting about this is I feel like this is going to mean nothing to you again. I'm sorry, but I feel like this was a huge influence on King Diamond, because <laughs> this woman, this creepy old lady has a very similar voice to the grandmother from them, which is if you're a metal fan and you haven't heard them greatest goddamn metal record. Um, but by King diamond by King diamond. I'll check it out. And it's very like, it's a, it's a big theme album about, there's also something about tea in this as well, where she's drinking this drugged tea that's making her want to do this job and blah, blah, blah. And that has something to do with ghosts possessing them so they can communicate with the ghosts when they drink the tea in them it seemed like this movie and them had a very uh like Hmm. a very tight relationship which was first this definitely yeah um so interesting but uh okay so next day uh our guy goes out to try his skidoo or maybe chrissy's i think just check out the sleds but chrissy's sled is gone and somebody has yanked the wires out of his sled's engine Yes, correct. Um, and he's like, what? Yes. So I'm going to go talk to this ghost keeper and see what's up. <laughs> Maybe the ghost keeper will know what's going on. <laughs> so he storms back into the building. He confronts our ghost keeper. And uh, she's in the kitchen where she's chopping stuff up ominously. I think they're Chrissy steaks, but... Uh, I think it's duck. Might be duck. Uh, this guy does not... Uh, does not really respond to the fact that she's angrily chopping meat, but uh, he just walks away too without an answer. He's like, "Who messed with my sleds?" She's like, yeah. "I don't know machines. I've never used one." Oh, fine. fine. And he just leaves. <laughs> like, oh, he doesn't cool, know man. what to do. Uh, yeah, the our old lady here is like a real Klaus Kinski type. She's got a real like just she's just got a crazy vibe that's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, Jenny confronts her about Chrissy finally, and she has a fucking freak out. So Jenny finally flips her shit 
and uh, the caretaker says, you're going to want to save your strength for when you need it. <laughs> and she's like, what the fuck does that ominous shit mean? And we don't really know. We never figure that out. Uh, Jenny takes a stroll in her horrible camel toe pants, and she finds a comfy seat to look out the window while drinking some tea. Cool. It's starting to make her sleepy. It's sleepy time tea. I like the visuals here of her tripping. <laughs> it's, it's okay. It's definitely somebody had a picture, and yeah, they were oh, yeah. like literally they in front the of the picture. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but I thought it was effective <laughs> as hell. I thought it was cool. Looking. It's cool. Um, yeah, it's, I mean... This movie is very effective, cheap filmmaking. Mm-hmm. They do a lot with very little in this movie. I, I really, I do appreciate it for that. Um, so they wiggle the postcard, uh, and she hits the floor. The doofus dude is looking around the shed, and he finds a bloody axe and then looks up and, oh my god, there's an elk hanging from the ceiling, or deer or something. And he's like, ugh. I'm going to assume it's an elk. It wasn't a duck. <laughs> oh, hey, that's some place that got meat. Yeah. Maybe that's what she was chopping up. Maybe the Wendigo goes out and hunts deer for them so that they can have food. That'd make the benefit That'd of be keeping the Wendigo. So the Wendigo gets you deer, mm-hmm. and you get the Wendigo people. Yeah. That's a great symbiotic relationship. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I might take that gig. Or you could just go to the grocery store. Oh, my God. What are you going to do? Walk there? Yeah. Ew. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so, uh, he goes back to the skidoo and basically does that uh, that thing from the Seinfeld routine where he's like, it's an engine. Yep. You know, like he doesn't fucking, he clearly doesn't know what he's doing or what he's looking for. Well, he says he doesn't even know it later on. He's like, went to years of college. I can't even fix an engine. Twice. It's like, he has looked at this thing as yeah. though he's going to know what to do. And he's like, I went to law school. I should know how to fix this engine. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that is true. Um, so... Uh, today's 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 course schedule. <laughs> We're gonna <laughs> review the case of Marcus versus Wade, and then a uh, small engine repair. Then repair this could do. <laughs> um, yeah. So he doesn't. He's like literally. Yeah, that's right. He says, "I wouldn't even know what to do if I had the tools." Yeah. So not only does he not have the tools, he wouldn't know what to do with them. <laughs> um, Jenny. But to be fair, if you're stuck out there, like you might want to just open the hood anyway and be like, I "Oh, maybe this would. wire is unplugged." No, you're, Bink, you're and you're not like, wrong. I, I can do that. <laughs> I would imagine that I would yeah. probably do the same thing. Yep. Um. So. But Jenny, he finds no wire to bink. He, he finds no wire to bink. Uh, Jenny wakes up, starts reading a very specific passage from a book about people with special powers keeping giants. By the way. Uh, the Wendigo is considerably smaller than the Fur Trapper, who is uh, <laughs> just just saying. Is he, though? I, we never see the Wendigo in frame with anybody, so we fair, can't really we tell. <laughs> we, I like the shot of the Wendigo standing against the wall looking. Here's the problem. We, we see how tall those ice blocks are. Mm-hmm. And then we see the guy standing next to the ice blocks. So we can infer... That he's not six feet tall, but the fucking fur trapper is probably six feet tall. <laughs> so, like, he does look like he's bigger than the Wendigo, but whatever. Un- unimportant. But that's what they say. They say giants, not Wendigos, right? I think so, yeah. Giant's another word for Wendigo. 
fucking is not. It's <laughs> <laughs> not. I know everything there is to know about Wendigos because I read Marvel comics. <laughs> uh, I know that in one Wolverine story, some guy fell into a meat grinder and accidentally put human meat into all the beef that went out across Canada to different fast food restaurants and made a slew of Wendigos. That sounds like a great read. That was a pretty great story. <laughs> um, okay. Now, where are we at? Okay. <laughs> my notes are so... <laughs> my notes are just like, why the fuck would you want to keep a cannibal in the basement? What, is the, what does it do for you? Which is... I, I just wrote, what's the point, a hundred times? <laughs> got bullet points all the way down there's just a thousand times i just said why yeah so let's just jump forward to this part i don't know where we are but like jenny jenny goes walking around in the basement oh right she yeah let's just start there yep (laughs) she finds the windigo uh prison cage hut thing okay and she again explain this to me she is she and chainsaw guy not on the same fucking page here no Clearly, the clearly grandma and the fucking chainsaw guy aren't on the same page because grandma's like, you're going to take over for me and you're going to run this place. Chainsaw guy's like, I'm going to cut you in half and feed you to the Wendigo. This also shortchanges your possession theory, though. True. Yeah. So chainsaw guy sees her looking at the Wendigo. Or he's just moving her somewhere else. He's just trying to keep her away or whatever. Maybe it's all part of the grand plan. Yeah. He so, had to get killed, and that was part of the cycle. No, oh, that's it. That's the ticket. Uh, that's so, yeah, Chainsaw ticket. Chainsaw, uh, ch- Chainsaw Dave. The Chainsaw Vigilante. <laughs> um, he sees her yep. opening the Wendigo cage. Sees She sees the Wendigo. The Wendigo is standing. Sure is. Yep, and she's like, ah, I'm he Wendigo. Could, he could legitimately be a cardboard cutout. Yes. If if someone had said, oh, by the way, we didn't have an actor for this movie, and we just used a cardboard cutout for our monster, I would 100% believe it because he does not move no. an inch. He doesn't do anything. It it reminded me of, uh, I was in a one-act play in high school, <laughs> and I was I was death. I was the Grim Reaper. <laughs> and, and the play was about a one-act play, at a competition. So, like... The people Whoa. in the play were putting on a play, and I was a judge, and it was funny because one of the judges is death. Like, that's comedy. So I was a Grim Reaper, and I just sat there. Like, I didn't have a single line. I sat there the whole time at this table with two other judges. I forgot what the other judges were, you know, but I didn't say anything. And then my only part in this play was to stand up, walk across the stage at the end of it, and give them the results of, like, who won the thing. And then walk off. And when I did this play, mm-hmm. um, I had a wardrobe malfunction. So the one fucking thing I had to do was stand up, walk across oh. the stage, and my freaking pants fell down as I was walking <laughs> across the stage. Well, so this is clearly so much better than the other the version. The Wendigo, yeah. Well, no, but I mean, that, that literally, like, the play would have sucked, except for that. And then I, like... I didn't know what to do, so I, I didn't want to break character, though. So I just kept, like, swaddling with like, with my pants around my ankles, dropped off the thing, and then turned around and walked back to my table to sit back down. Did you at least get a laugh? Oh, yeah. People were laughing. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. But, like, it was also still embarrassing because it was obviously not supposed to happen. Like, it didn't... It, the joke didn't make any sense. It was just like, oh, fuck, this kid's pants fell down. That's too bad because <laughs> it makes it work so much better. Yeah. I mean, it's a shitty play that got saved by your act of bravery <laughs> like, is how I, I, I would like I had one job, to. and I couldn't even keep my pants on. 
I really could have sworn that this was going to end with your dick out on stage. No, 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 no. So that's good. I'm glad to hear that that did not happen. I, that was night two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah. I just remember that I had an assignment to write something like that. And so it was one of those things where you have, like, write a one-act play. And I had a, a partner for it. It's supposed to be two people performing in this play. Yep. And the guy did nothing. <laughs> and so I had to write a one-act play that didn't require him to memorize any lines. <laughs> and so I basically gave him a, like a comedy beat. I made a, I did a, a one act play where essentially I was like the, an invading force. I was like the, the toady for this evil, whatever invading the earth, mm-hmm. but it was a banana. <laughs> and so I was talking to this banana as his assistant and, oh, we're going to take over and destroy everything. And I turned my back and he comes in with a broom and eats the banana. He's like the, the janitor. He comes, picks up the banana, peels it and eats it. And I fall to my knees and scream, no. <laughs> End of scene. Yeah. That was my sixth grade <laughs> one act play. <laughs> I've been doing shit like this for a long time. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Back to the Vindigo. So, yeah, this all started because... The guy playing the Wendigo doesn't do anything. And when we say he doesn't do anything, he doesn't do anything. Yeah. He stands still and, like, I don't know, maybe grunts once or twice. I don't even think so. I don't even know if he grunts. Like, he doesn't lift an arm, a and, finger. He doesn't do anything. And, again, like, if he was a Marvel Comics Wendigo and we saw him and he was all fuzzy and he looked like a Yeti, I'd be like, okay, cool. We know he's a monster, but this dude looks like he has barbecue sauce on his face. He's got, like... Like stripes of like chocolate sauce or something. Yeah, he's a chocolate mess. He looks like a dude in an alt country band, like after a show <laughs> eating wings. Like, <laughs> I mean, also terrifying <laughs> for different reasons. But yeah, so there's that. And, and so then she sees us, and then all of a sudden, chain uh, the sun comes around with a chainsaw. Yep, and starts chasing her through the hotel. Mm-hmm. And she runs up, and she runs up to the top of the stairs and gets onto a door, which leads out onto the fire escape yep. of the hotel. And this scene, I thought, was great. Yeah, really uh, well so done. So, dude's dude with the chainsaw is, like, poking his head around the corner of the door outside, and she hits the door, which knocks him over the rail. Yep. He falls and gets impaled on a cast iron fence. And yep. I, thought, I thought that was cool. That was a cool death. When she looks over the edge, and he's just, like, hanging there, like, teetering yeah. on... St- it's still stabbed. Yeah, I agree. Cool. I was like, "Oh, damn movie! You just, you just, uh, you just put your foot on the gas here." <laughs> kind of redeemed yourself a little bit. Um, so, so then, then she walks down, and Marty's there. This is where Marty like, uh, instantly starts turning cuckoo bonkers. He, she looks thing- up and sees the mom saw everything, and she's in the window looking scary. Well, the mom says something like. Now it's time, or something like that. When she when she comes out, oh, did you? yeah, she has some sort of line there. But she goes out and she's like, "He's dead. We have to get away." She's screaming at Marty to be like, "Listen, this yep. is serious. Fucking take me seriously. We need to get out of here." And Marty's like, "Oh, you just fucking ruined everything. You killed that guy. How could you do that?" <laughs> it's like. You are not picking up context clues here, no. buddy. Um, and have you seen Chrissy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would really like to have sex with Chrissy <laughs> I, uh, right now. 
kind of still have that boner for Chrissy. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> and you shouldn't have killed that you guy. You shouldn't have killed that guy. But, <laughs> but more importantly, ah, <laughs> uh, good God. So uh, yeah, so she he walks back into the the shed, the shed, <laughs> and he's totally nuts now. Yep, his snowmobile explodes while they're in there. Oh, that's right. Yep. And he just, he, like, he does that, uh... The, the old lady blows it up. He does the water world Kevin Costner, where he just, like, looks at it as it explodes, <laughs> and he's just like, hey, yep. Yep. <laughs> my boat. Okay, I'm gonna take my broken engine part here and <laughs> yes. paint some oil and use use engine oil and paint my face up like, like, what? What does he do? Just okay. put some dim stripes? Like... It's the weirdest makeup job to like go it's crazy with. Very confusing because it looks vaguely like the Wendigo we've seen so far, but the Wendigo doesn't need to be replaced. The Wendigo has those weird stripes on his face, but we're never. We needed an exposition dump in this movie so badly, and one of the too things, bad, <laughs> too bad for us. But the biggest part of the ex, the expo dump we needed was for them to say. And here's a picture of a Wendigo. This is what it looks like. They've got three stripes oh, down yeah. their face. And then you're like, oh shit, he just put three stripes on his face. Damn. Damn. We're terrified now. now. Oh god, we're gonna <laughs> die. That would have been huge. Wenda I- no. <laughs> yes. And he could have said Wenda no. <laughs> That's what this movie should have been called. <laughs> Wenda no. fucking no. <laughs> Please, please, Wenda, no. Uh, but, yeah. Oh, that's right. Uh, the old lady's line was, it's time, Jenny. Soon you'll understand. No. <laughs> and we, and we, we don't won't. understand. Maybe she does. But uh, She yeah. doesn't. She just goes crazy like her mom. Yeah. <gasps> oh, no. You didn't say that. How dare you? Well, I mean, Marty's already gone crazy. He starts talking about nonsense about his childhood. He manhandles Jenny a little bit. I mean, he switches. He switches from normal to bonkers. Yeah, like like with a snap of a finger. Yeah, absolutely. Um, she tells him about the shotgun in the closet, and then he goes and wanders around the woods and like. <laughs> what? Why? What? Here's where the movie falls apart. And I mean, uh, there's, there's so a, much about this. That there is a make reason sense. that it falls apart, though. Really? Yes. Uh, this movie, um, similar story to Neon Maniacs, oh. ran out of damn money. Oh, and I mean, all they were paying for was film at this point, but that's not that's not small potatoes. They were also up against a deadline to shoot this movie by the end of the year because it fell into some kind of tax shelter kind of thing Canadian in Canada. Thing, yeah. Yeah, where it's like they could claim all of their money they put into this mm-hmm. as a tax write-off, but they had to finish it yep. by the end of the year. And they shot it, they finished it December 16th. So they were up against the gun. So they ran out of money and time, and which which they ended up making up the end of this movie on, on the fly. Okay. That makes sense because they, it's they, not they, an ending. There was supposed to be a scene where the Wendigo actually broke free and was chasing them across the roof of the hotel. And and they they couldn't do any of this due to time and money. They so, shot this thing in order? Yes. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> yes, they did. Uh, <laughs> uh, so when it was coming crunch time, they're like, shit, we just made up... They made up an ending that they could shoot in a day. Yeah. Which is why it's super anticlimactic like this, where it's just nothing happens except 
dumb shit indoors while yeah. walking outside. It's a nothing burger. Yeah. Ugh. So the guy goes bonkers. He just like walks in the woods, and they're just like, "Oh, we can get away with this. We're just gonna shoot a guy walking in snow. Perfect." Man, <laughs> yeah. that's too bad. That's why I think this whole twist with the old lady and Jenny, well, I don't even think that was originally in the script. I think I think they were just like, really? that's my theory. Oh, I don't know if that's, that's interesting. right. I'm thinking they were just like, we need some kind of punch. So it's like, oh, what if we make it? <laughs> wow. What if the old lady is Jenny's mom? It, it worked in Star Wars. It was shocking then, right? <laughs> Wait, how did we find out that that was her mom? She said it. Oh, Jesus Christ. We don't know if it's true or not. There's no, there's nothing in this she story. She just says it. Okay. There's nothing in the story to like. It's not like Jenny says like, this hotel reminds me of a place I went to when I was a kid. Like we never hear oh, any of that. So whoa, it's like, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 wait. I don't think that that's true. I'm, I'm gonna put my flag that she's just fucking with Jenny when she says that she's her mother. She, I remember yeah. what you're talking about. Yep. And that was when she was in the hallway and she's like, yes, you I'm know, your she mom. could have been saying anything. There yep. are fairies and they're sprinkling things on the back of your head. Turn around <laughs> so I can shoot you. Yeah. You know, whatever. It's like, that was kind of a fuck with you moment. But this, speaking of moments that don't make sense, what's this fucking snowshoer just shows up. He's the guy from the store in the beginning. S- he went after them because they never came back. Oh, Wow. Yeah, nice he was very nice of him. Oh, it's because they'd seen The Shining. Oh, it's because they totally saw The Shining. <laughs> it was because they saw The Shining. Freaking Dick Halloran here. Yeah. <laughs> drives. We we follow him as he as he snowmobile as he snowshoes up. Uninteresting fi- Dick Halloran, by yes, the way. Finds the uh, finds the trail he walked up on. Goes, oh jeez, they went up there. And then we follow him as he walks through the woods and walks to the and he finds a hotel and then he opens the door and then he gets killed just like Dick Halloran. So and we just. But like, and more than that, it, he knows what's going on with this fucking hotel. Yeah, like he told them. He said that in the beginning. There's like, worse things there's out there than worse mountains. things than snowstorms. Yeah, like and Wendigo like, hotels. He's like, you know, <laughs> so don't go to the Wendigo hotel. Okay. <laughs> Why wasn't this called Wendigo Hotel? Why the fuck? <laughs> A Wendigo tell. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when to go tell it on the mountain? When to go to hell? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I ghost keeper. <laughs> Fuck you. Ghost registry. Ghost. <laughs> uh, I still think house ghost is better, but mm. I think it's. I think that's been taken by something. Maybe maybe Luigi's mansion. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, where are we at? So th- this Dick Halloran gets killed. Yep. <clears throat> uh, German Dick Halloran. And so this is when Jenny comes through. She finds this random dude's corpse on the floor, and she runs off down the hallway to find the shotgun. Yep. Oh, it's a son. The mom dragged the son in off the fence. Oh, I thought that she found Dick Halloran. On oh, the maybe floor. she did. No, Either I, way, who cares? it was somebody. It was. I mean, everybody's just some dude in a '70s snowsuit. <laughs> so there's no way to tell them apart. <sighs> this world's just getting old to me. It just seems like everybody's <laughs> just some dude in a '70s snowsuit. It's so true. I wish they all had those like moon boots on. <laughs> They'd look so much cooler. Um, so the caretaker has a little thing so she finds the she finds the gun she finds the shell she does the thing that i was honestly shocked she did i expected this was going to be one of those movies where she's like well i've got the gun 
two bullets. Okay, load it. Good, I'm good to go. But she stuffs a bunch in her pocket. Yeah. She also does drop a bunch, so she's not a hundred percent prepared. But I was a <laughs> very, a I was very impressed that she actually kept yeah. all like extra extra ammunition. Uh, she confronts the ghost keeper in the hallway, and that's when she has that that argument where she's like, yep. "No, I'm, I'm your, your mother, mother, and I'm not crazy." And yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. But so, then she eventually tries to stab Jenny, and Jenny pop plugs her. Yeah, she's like, "You, you wouldn't kill me because it would be crazy if you killed me." So then, so then. Jenny goes down and talks to the Wendigo. Yeah. And says, you're going to be taken care of by Jenny now. <laughs> okay, bye, Wendigo, bye. Shuts the door and walks away. And that's the last we going to see a Wendigo. Oh, he was standing, by the way, when she opened the door down there. I mean, I know that this is probably, again, because <laughs> they, they had no time and they couldn't do anything. And they were just like, if you're going to make this your ending, at least make it more creepy in 70s where she doesn't say those words, where you do a show don't tell, mm-hmm. where she walks in and this, I mean, we would have had to have established that the Wendigo is violent and insane. So, you know, berserker monster in chains that attacks every time it goes anywhere. Instead, it's been placid the whole time. So this ending doesn't make as much sense. You know, it would have been cool if it was rabid the whole time. And then she gets down there and she just opens the door and she goes, stop. And it does. And then she's like, Things are different now. You're coming with me. And then they go walk through the woods together to go find the dead dude. I would have been into that. Like, that would have been cool. Then she would have been, like, the, the caretaker with the Wendigo pet. Like, yeah. I mean... They didn't do anything with him. If <laughs> I... Like, the 70s version of this is that she walks over and, like, cradles him in her lap and pets his head or whatever, you know? like that would freeze frames and yeah, that would have Yeah, that would have been the ending of <laughs> yep. a 70s movie. Um, which, you know, is a better ending than what we got. But I think it's probably because, again, they didn't set it up that we had a berserker in the basement. We had this seemingly very placid pet that doesn't do shit. He's good at standing. Yeah. Still. I wonder why. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that there's... such a weird choice. Like, it's almost like they had one shot of him, and then he never came back. And they just had to keep going back to this still. It was a shot. locked shot too, like so a static shot of a do of a monster doing literally nothing was all we ever saw of the Wendigo. He should have been a berserker. He should yeah. have been just constantly frothing at the mouth and screaming. Yep, trying to break free of the chains. Yeah, and like bloody wrists from where the chains are cutting into him and yep. everything. This didn't do anything for me, but whatever. <laughs> um, so okay. She goes out, she finds Marty, and she talks crazy to him. He's dead. She's talking in the third person now, which is great. Um, but He froze to death out in the woods, kind of like another movie about uh, people going crazy at a hotel in the winter. <laughs> oh, Hot Dog the Movie? That's the one! Fuck yeah, yeah! man. They went crazy. Um, <laughs> uh, fuck. Why wasn't this Hot Dog the Movie? <laughs> It's actually on my list. I've been it's snow crazy January in Vagrants Land, so I've been go plowing through snow movies. I'm the only one playing the game, really. But fuck it, man. If it doesn't have snow in it, I'm not watching it this month. I'm telling you, uh, you know. So I'm from Northern Maine. It's an embarrassing thing to, to yeah, admit. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a terrible, horrible place. Uh, We've accepted you as one of our own. Absolutely here, nothing. In Southern Maine. <laughs> absolutely nothing 
goes on up there. But we did have a movie theater, but it only had two screens. Mm -hmm. And so it would generally play popular comedy, horror movie, popular old lady movie. So it would be like, you know, fried green tomatoes, steel magnolias, whatever. And then like fucking alien or whatever. Um, And I remember one summer, the only thing that was playing that was of any interest. uh, I'm sure someone could tell me what year this is just by the thing. It was Ski School 2. And I went to see Ski School 2 in the theater four times. I haven't even been able to finish that once. Four times times i was like i don't know how old i was like 12 and i saw ski school in the theater for fucking gosh man yeah the movie's rough it is not good no (laughs) but you remember being a kid you're just watching a movie because it's a movie yep you were like holy shit i got candy and popcorn plus that movie does pack boobs and fart jokes so i mean if you're 12 i was like 12 and there were boobs on screen i'm sure i was totally stoked yep (laughs) so but golly is that that's a stinker i'm still gonna watch it this year it's in my ski movie stack man i haven't i don't want to i don't want to like brag but i got a lot of ski movies what's the movie with dean cameron in it that's ski school that's the original ski school yeah so he's not in ski he school. He is in ski school too. Oh, isn't is he? he? Yeah. Okay. So, I don't know. I've only I've only watched. I've, I haven't been able to finish ski school too. I've tried watching it two times. The it, over and it's like it, well every time I'm like, <laughs> but my brain is such an idiot. I don't remember why I didn't really like it. I just remember like this movie sucks and I've shut it off twice. Like halfway yeah, through. it does. Like I remember Michelle and I tried to watch it because I was like, oh my I god, I remember watching this movie. I've a lot, seen yeah. this so many times because for dumb reasons mm-hmm. and. Michelle was like, "Are you sure you're gonna keep going?" And I was like, "I can't. I, I can't. can't do it. I can't. Like, it's too bad. Like, the boobs aren't keeping me interested enough to do this. And also, I mean, it was. I can usually get over the fact that a movie is '80s offensive. You know, there was a lot of gay panic stuff in that movie, big time. But <laughs> and you know." Being a straight white dude, I can, you know, I can sometimes use my wonderful privilege to not notice that shit. Yeah. Um, But I think that it might have been so heavy in that movie that I was just like, this is like turning my stomach. It's heavy in the first one, too. Like, I was just like, oh, that's. That's, I don't feel okay anymore. Well, that's the big prank they do in the first one. They 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 ed- they shoot a bunch of video of the opposing ski team, then they edit it all together so it makes them look gay, and they play that at a convention, and they're like, "Look, these guys are actually gay!" Whoa! Uh, <laughs> yeah, and you watch it now, and you're like, "Fucking really?" And then you're like, "Well, this was a while ago." And then you're like, "Wait a minute, this is not too long ago." It's really? Not, not long <laughs> enough ago. No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's a bummer. You know what is good though? Ski Patrol. Oh, I loved Ski Patrol. That one's great. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm going to go home and watch Ski Patrol. I totally advise that. Um, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, she goes back upstairs, pours some tea. Pops in Ski Patrol and pops. has herself a nice little chuckle fest. <laughs> <laughs> she lights up one of the old lady's joints, drinks she, some tea. She lights the Wendigo <laughs> up. They have a smoke session together. They're, like, <laughs> they're watching Ski School. <laughs> okay, that's great. Uh, that's a much better ending. Yeah, that's how I'm just going to pretend that's exactly what happened. Roll it. This is a short one, but I still can't believe that we made it over an hour for this movie where <sighs> nothing fucking happens. The movie itself is is also only an hour and 20 minutes, and nothing happens. There's It's an hour and 20 minutes with probably 20-plus minutes of pad. Yeah. The, of just, like, meandering through hallways or, 
or stereo footage or a, credit, opening credit an scene old footage. man on snowshoes yeah wow just cut to him at the beginning of the trail looking at the sign then cut to him walking to the hotel that's all we needed to see of that right but i mean <laughs> again the, it is padding it's it's there for a yep. reason it's there because they couldn't afford or you know I, and like i said before as much as this movie is not like it's not a thrill a minute it's not a bad movie and i will probably watch this movie again i would watch it again um, i have the movie in my collection it's not going anywhere it's I, not yeah i i, I th- <sighs> that lady is so phenomenal that she makes up for any of the like because you'll never get her doing this character in any other movie you have to watch this movie for that wonderful fucking lady's performance and for me i'm a big sucker for snow horror mm-hmm. and abandoned hotel horror oh god i know and like so and so the atmosphere of this pl- oh, you know the yeah. footage of the 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 isolation like that's a character in itself just the surrounding yeah. hotel and everything and i Beautiful. think that looks great I think it could have been dealt with. I think they could have done some more supernatural stuff in the hotel. I don't know would if they could have. You know what I mean? I mean, you could do that shit on the cheap. Weird sounds like yeah. exploring. But then again, when you think, when I started thinking about that, I was like, we already have tons of them, like walking through hallways looking for things, or just walking through hallways. Like, but would it just? You dr- know that you know that you can the same way that you shoot a person walking through a hallway. You can shoot a person walking through a hallway with a ghostly face in one of the doorways that they don't see oh, yeah. that reflects as they walk past. And you go, fuck, that was a moment. Yep. You know? This and, had none of that. They just walked. And yeah. again, if the idea is that the hotel is full of fucking ghosts and that anything, that like there were magicians, that it was like an Aleister Crowley type thing where he was like, I'm catching a monster there's a demon in the basement mm-hmm. and i'm using my you know my magical abilities to hold this thing here and she's like part of this cultist group and there was this crazy story where somebody has a newspaper and they start reading about this crazy cultist group that killed themselves in this place and that she was the only survivor she's now taking care of this monster that they raised and that there are ghosts of fucking magicians from the 20s living in this house damn you just made a cool backstory would have been cool yeah but like this is like yeah, there's there's a Wendigo. Yep. What's a Wendigo? We're not telling you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, but it's good at standing. But <laughs> but if you throw a if you throw a dead lady in the cage with it, she'll maybe she'll, she's she'll still die. be there or get eaten or <laughs> we don't know. Yeah. Not gonna show us. Not gonna tell. Yep. Nothing. So the movie definitely drops the ball in some regards. Yeah. Big time in those kind of things. But yeah, it's. See, it's a movie that makes you yawn. Yeah, it's, it's exactly that. That's <laughs> that's how I feel about it too. Yeah, or no. we both work crazy long days and then come do this. Hell yeah! <laughs> you know what? I like it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Thanks for doing this with me, Matt. It's yeah. really fun. I can't wait to go back to work after this. Oh god damn! At least I don't have to go back to work. Yeah. I'm gonna go home and you make should it. stay here and organize some things. No, I'm gonna go home and make a graphic for this. Oh, god. <laughs> uh. But at least I'm gonna like eat a bowl of cereal and like watch TV while I'm doing it. So, but okay. you could, if you wanted to, stay here and get some things ready to sell on CoastCityComics.com. On, yeah. Hey. Uh, and speaking of being snowed into a uh, a giant old uh, old hotel full of ghosts, uh, we are of course in sub zero temperatures and nobody in the world wants to go outside. And we are once again at that time of year when the only people that come into the store are completely bonkers. 
So and uh, me, and also Matt. And so now uh, I need some people to purchase things on the website. So if you are interested in comics or toys or the things that we sell, our shirts, a Funbox Monster shirt, for example. Um, I know the guy. That. I know the guy that makes the shirts. He's pretty cool. So uh, yes, I'm going to have to make more shirts soon too. <laughs> Uh, but yes, please do that because we are broke as shit this time of year because it is a, a horrible broke ice. as shit this time of year. <laughs> okay, fine. We're normally broke as shit, but we're really <laughs> broke as shit right now. Uh, we're like super poor. <laughs> like this, this is bad news. As bears. opposed to just like we're n- normally poor. As opposed, I don't know. Listen, I'm delicious uh, Annie's. Spaghettios instead of regular Spaghettios, so oh. I'm I don't know. You're pretty, doing okay for yourself. Pretty fancy, <laughs> <laughs> so we're not doing that bad. Uh, those are fucking delicious, by the way. Especially when you eat them straight out of the can, cold on the floor. <laughs> I've seen you do it. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and I also, if you get too close to me while I'm doing it, I growl. Just <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. more than the Wendigo does. I know. <laughs> I'm a much more convincing monster while eating SpaghettiOs than this monster is with a dead body on the floor. Uh, anyway, you can follow us at the Funbox Monster Podcast and at Coast City Comics. And I am Matt Awkward, VHS Fiend, and you should also go check out the Video Vagrants uh, group on Facebook. Uh, it is um, Snow Crazy January this month. We come up with a new theme for the group every month, and uh, so this month is all snow movies. So nice. I've been I've been taking in tons of ski movies and, and horror movies with snow in it, and uh, I did an action movie the other day, Icebreaker, Ooh. with uh, Sean Astin and Bruce Campbell. That's a good one. And Stacy Keach. Stacy Keach really phoning it in there. Yeah, he did not eat a banana though, so that kind of bummed me. I'm like, did he even drink milk? What What's <laughs> yeah, even the point right? of a Stacy Keach that doesn't drink milk or eat a banana? He's probably an imposter. Clearly. I mean, I don't know why he would do a movie like that. But yeah, if you haven't seen Icebreaker, I definitely recommend it. It was fun. It's pretty good. And there's a riff tracks of it as well. I heard that, yeah. yeah which is pretty good. Um, yeah, so that's the deal. Thank you for listening. And uh, you Write know, a review. Yeah, do a review. Uh, rate us and all that on, on iTunes. Recommend us to your friends, etc., etc. We would appreciate Rad it. Rad Wraith is coming out? Rad Wraith is coming out in February. We buy have, my book. Buy my book. We have multiple shops doing variants. I'm very excited. That's I've awesome. seen some really good ones. I have a shop variant that is absolutely nuts by a wonderful skate artist named Non Heinous, who does awesome, awesome work. And it's going to be fun. And I just saw the uh, Dabari just did his new cover for issue two. And that looks really good very excited i am excited for you yay all right and uh that's it yeah good night next week peace good night